No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Welcome to No Thanks Needed. I'm Mike. In this pod, we'll talk about nude models at high school art classes. Yep, that's a thing now. And how getting a speeding ticket has gone high tech. But first... No Thanks Needed News. Australia has allegedly been targeted by hackers. Luckily, they accessed our data via the NBN, so they're nicking it at 3 megabits per second. It's been five days, and so far all they've got is a photo of Scott Morrison at the footy. Once again, toilet paper is in short supply as panic buying sets in across the country. This time it's fair enough, though, as the spike in cases in Victoria has the rest of the country literally shitting itself. No thanks needed. Sport. The NRL has resumed games in front of no crowds. A Big Bash League player commented, Playing in front of no crowds? We did that for most of last season. A suggestion has been made that the NRL has restarted their season too soon. That's suggested mostly by the coaches of the Broncos and the Bulldogs, who are much happier at home. The Brisbane Broncos have now lost four games in a row. A club spokesperson blamed the cardboard cutouts in the crowd. Apparently they were accidentally substituted for the players, and up until now no one has noticed. Okay, so to quote The Sound of Music, my boy is 16, going on 17, and baby, it's time to drive. Yes, he's got his learner's permit a little while ago, and he's been driving my car. Um, I've got two cars, actually. One's an auto, one's a manual. So we started him in the auto, you know, get him used to driving, everything except the gear changes, and it was tough going in the beginning. It was him driving, with me occasionally going, Jake, slow down. Jake, watch out for that kid crossing the road. Uh, Jake, you nearly hit the police car. But he's a pretty decent driver now. He's actually pretty good. So on the weekend, we thought it was time to raise the stakes a bit and drive the manual car. Now, I know some people listening to this will say, why bother with the manual? And the answer is, I just think he should. That way he can drive any car. You don't want to be in a situation where you're driving across the desert with a mate and they stop to take a photo of a sand dune and then a sand dune dwelling snake bites his mate and needs to be rushed to the hospital. Uh, The mate, that is, not the snake. But the car's a manual and Jake can't drive it. You'd have to get the snake to drive, and that's just silly. Snakes don't have feet to work the pedals. Anyway, off we go in the manual. Now, I didn't realise until we got in the car that not only had Jake not driven a manual, he didn't even know much about how to drive a manual. At this point, I'd like to say there are certain occupations that I always thought should be paid more money and given more respect. Nurses being one, obviously. Teachers, another. And I'm going to add driving instructors to that list. To spend every day sitting in what is effectively a steel missile next to someone who is in charge of said missile but has no idea how to operate it is a special kind of brave. And i got to say, if I was a driving instructor, I would get pretty good at it pretty quickly for my own protection. But to the driving instructors of this world, I say, you deserve more money. Anyway, back to the driving lesson. We sit on the street where we live. It's a cul-de-sac. Jake's in the driving seat and I swear to God, he looks down and says, hey, check it out. There's an extra foot thingy down there. I go, you you mean the pedal on the left? He goes, yeah. I go, mate, that's the clutch. Is that important? I mean, it really is, champ. It really is. Anyway, uh, let's swap seats and I'll show you what it does. And so began what was possibly the longest hour and three minutes of my life. Thankfully, there's a train station nearby with a massive empty car park. We spent a lot of time in that car park. It went like this. Okay, Jake, uh, put the car in first. Bring out the clutch and accelerate a little. No, that's okay. No, just restart the car. Yep. Now, uh, bring out the clutch and accelerate it. No, no, that's fine, mate. No, no, you're new at this. It's okay. Uh, just uh, restart the car. Yep, bring the clutch. <sighs> yep, no, no, that's fine. Just just, just restart the car. Anyway, this went on for 50 minutes or so, and he was finally getting the hang of it. 
and we went for a street drive. We drove around the mean streets of Kalanga, and he, he was actually doing pretty well. We were near the turn off to our house, and Jake said, should I just head for home now? And I said, no, mate, no, just keep going. Just turn into the shopping centre up ahead. Yep, yep. See that building next to it? Just drive up there. Yeah, stop here. I ran down the window and said to the bloke, a carton of pure blondes, please, mate. Quick as you can, thanks. Great. We got home. Jake had done really well overall, really well. He'd improved heats from the you know, start to finish. But then he said words that chilled me. He said, I've got school holidays next week. We can go for a practice drive every day. So he'll finish the driving holidays with a heap of experience and I'll probably finish with a massive beer gut. So a mate was telling me he got done for speeding the other day. He was doing 48 in a 40k per hour school zone. And I said to him, mate, it's a school zone. What are you doing speeding in a school zone? He said, it was 3.58. The kids had long gone. And besides, the sign said 40k on school days and my school days ended in 2005. Now, what I didn't know until he told me is that now when you get a ticket, you don't show your license. The cop just scans your rego plate with like a like an iPad type thing and everything about the owner of the car shows up on the screen so my mate said the cop did that stood there for a while looking at it waiting for his info to load ticked a few boxes on the screen and then get this the ticket arrived on his phone via text message and he sent back new phone who dis but apparently that doesn't work you know, when I went to Yoronga High School here in Brisbane back in the early 1800s, art classes were a simple affair. It was all, hey, blend these colours to make another colour and look how these colours don't go well together and replicate this picture using only dots, stuff like that. Simple stuff, but it's fair to say art classes have evolved. My partner, Drea, has a 16-year-old daughter. She goes to a private school. And her art classes are vastly different to anything I did. Last week she came home and told us they had a human model pose for them. I said, oh yeah, cool. Uh, what did the model do for two hours while, you, you know, while you're drawing? And she said, oh, mostly he just stood there shivering. And I, and I said, because I'm slow to catch on, I said, shivering? Why was he shivering? She said, well, it was cold in the classroom and he was naked. Said, what? She said, yeah, naked. I said, hang on, naked dudes in a classroom with 16-year-old girls. She goes, yeah. I thought, what could possibly go wrong? It wouldn't have happened when I was at school. He would have been sent straight up to the office and come back in a borrowed uniform that didn't quite fit. Who is taking that job? How do you even advertise for someone to do that job? Nude model required for 16-year-olds to giggle at whilst attempting to draw them. You'd think it was a trap set by the police. And I feel sorry for the model. I know JobKeeper's hard to get, but seriously, this guy's working especially hard for his work for the doll scheme. Not so much JobKeeper, he's turned the kids into job peepers. And I'm picturing the teacher looking at the drawing, going, look, not bad, uh, you know, not too bad. And the kids going, well, to be fair, it's the first time I've seen one in real life. No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Produced by the Podcast Boss. 